0: Hello fellow patriots, greetings, welcome, salutations, and Tuesday alohas to you. You are just in time as we get rolling here in hour number one, the Bobby Mack electric radio program co-hosted today by uh, my little girl, our little uh, West Highland White Terrier, that would be Miss Megan. She is a uh, rehabbing. Uh, her uh, ACL or the doggy equivalent of uh, the ACL that she just had to have surgery for. And so uh, she is keeping me company in her stroller today. Uh-uh, no, no, uh-uh, baby girl. Uh, and she likes occasionally to try and reach around and dig. at <laughs> Dogs have a tendency to want to do that at the site of her surgery so I have to keep a, a weather eye out for that. But in the meantime, uh, she is co-hosting with me. So we have a third Bobette uh, for today. Of course, uh, we always have Miss Moneypenny uh, safely ensconced in the uh, studio wearing her hazmat suit. Little Annie uh, reporting from a covert news location. And uh, and now uh, Miss Megan uh, makes the third uh, Bobette for today. Great to have you along. And as we get rolling today, here is how you join me and take part in the conversation. Just grab your phone and uh, give me a call. 800-347-1063 is the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number. Okay, And uh, the uh, is the Ingalls Advantage talk line number and the common sense retirement planning text line number is 71307. We find ourselves these days living uh, to one degree or another in a a world of sacrifice and loss. Lost businesses, lost jobs, uh, lost relatives and friends, through the uh, Wuhan flu, and former Governor Nikki Haley tried to contend with the loss of popcorn deliveries. Because you know we're all in this together, some apparently more so than others, from the Fitz News website, former United Nations Ambassador and former Governor of South Carolina, Nikki Haley. Is getting pilloried over complaints she made on social media about problems with a popcorn delivery service. That's right, I'm telling you. You know, you have to be tough to uh, survive in today's world. Even putting up with a failure to deliver your popcorn. Uh, The former governor excoriated the popcorn factory, quote, for two messed up birthday orders, missed delivery dates with no explanation. According to a tweet she sent yesterday morning, Uh, I continue to quote the former governor, first time I gave you the benefit of the doubt, second one tells me not to buy from you again hmm, isn't this the sort of thing that ought to be communicated, oh, I don't know, person to person? The people that run the popcorn factory certainly thought so, expressing its wishes to Haley to, quote, resolve this matter with you privately. It was Haley who bore the brunt of the criticism, though. Uh, Reaction was swift and intense, as business leaders, politicians, journalists, and activists criticized Haley for displaying entitlement, noted Lizette Voitko for Forbes. Is that an accurate assessment? FitzNews writes. Yeah. Our intrepid D.C. operative informed us the negative chatter about Haley's Colonel Gate that's colonel with a K, had reached the banks of the Potomac. Quote, president-to-be, she wishes, president-to-be is getting whacked for this like a pinata at a kid's birthday party. Being quarantined out on Kiowa Island is rough. Oh, you didn't know that's where she lives now? Yeah. That is a reference to a uh, Nikki's two and a half million dollar Kiowa mansion. Uh, one recurring criticism against Haley was that her missed popcorn deliveries could have been caused by delays at the U.S. Postal Service, which congressional Democrats claim is the victim of deliberate sabotage by the administration of, of course, bad orange man. U.S. President Donald Trump. Haley, you recall, served as Trump's U.N. Ambassador January 17 through December 2018, receiving her appointment as a SOP to one of the president's staunchest South Carolina supporters, Governor Henry McTaxter. Uh, McMaster, then Lieutenant Governor, coveted the governor's mansion, meaning Trump had to find a federal appointment that would entice Nikki to vacate the office, allowing McMaster to inherit the job. Haley claimed Trump offered to make her Secretary of State, but that she declined that offer. Haley, readers will recall, was a staunch never-Trump Republican during the 2016 presidential election, a darling of the warmongering Neoconservative establishment, Haley is widely regarded as a leading Republican candidate for president in 2024. However, she has had her share of missteps since leaving the Trump administration, now including Colonel Gate. <laughs> FitzNews views on all of this? First, this news outlet has long argued that the Postal Service, which lost a staggering $77.8 billion over the 13 years leading up to 2019 and required multiple taxpayer bailouts to remain afloat, ought to be privatized. The agency's ongoing issues and escalating fiscal deficits only solidify this belief. As for Haley and her popcorn delivery problems, Our guess is the aspiring presidential contender has probably learned the hard way that everyday consumer beefs have no place in the public discourse. And I would add, in this environment, need I repeat myself, restaurants closing down, never to reopen, all their employees looking for a new gig. All, all the other problems associated with the uh, China flu. Uh, but uh, what's what's important to uh, Governor Nikki? She uh, she can't get her popcorn delivered on time. Yeah, <sighs> life is life is tough. It, it's just you you've gotta you've gotta gird your loins. You know you gotta proceed along. Tough it out. I guess, you know, Nikki might have just, I don't know, gone on Amazon. Had Amazon deliver it to her door? But, of course, then I guess you have to pop it yourself. You know? Popcorn Factory, I'm assuming, Popcorn Factory probably uh, delivers it pre-popped. Don't you think? Uh, 15 After 3, Bobby Mack Show getting underway. While we're on the subject of uh, South Carolina politicos, let's talk next about uh, the illegal's best buddy in Washington. That would be, of course, Flimsy Graham. Be right back here on the Bobby Mack Show. Quarter After 3 here on WORD. Welcome back. 322 here on the uh, Bobby Mack Show. I'm not sure if it was an editorial comment or not, uh, but within minutes of my beginning to do the show this afternoon, uh, little Miss Megan, who was in her stroller here in my home studio, uh, laid her head down and went to sleep. (laughs) It's your soothing voice. (laughs) It must be it. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Meantime, her uh, mommy is uh, back from the doctor and uh, she's back uh, in the other parts of uh, stately McLean Manor and all as well. Uh, In on the text line, Bobby, I don't know who's the worst governor, McTaxter or Icky Nicky. They both stink. You know, I like Nicky. She did her first, I guess, big uh, interview outside of her home turf down in Richland County on this show back in, I don't know. What was it, Money Penny? 2007, 2008, somewhere along in there? Uh, because in those days, uh, she was a conservative, and she had been uh, punished by the good old boys in the House, the House of Representatives in Columbia, uh, because she wanted every vote to be on the record. No more of this voice voting stuff uh, that they had in place. Uh, for time immemorial, which allowed uh, the good old boys to uh, vote the way they wanted, that is, the way the lobbyists told them to vote, and then come home and say to their constituents, oh, yeah, that gas uh, Gastel, I voted against that. And there was no way of proving them, you know, as liars, uh, because there were no votes on the record, and, and she got that done. And that really uh, kind of launched her uh, on her... Uh, political life that uh, led to the governor's mansion. And then, of course, you know, we had the whole business over the Confederate flag, and uh, Nikki uh, originally said, oh, flag didn't have anything to do with it. And then, of course, her handlers convinced her, oh, no, you're on the wrong side of this one now. you got to get rid of that Confederate flag. And so uh, here we are. Uh, Bobby, all I could add to uh, Haley's popcorn dilemma is what would Corn Pop do? Uh, sadly, nothing these days because I believe Corn Pop is no longer with us. Oh, and this uh, this probably also falls into the category of asked and answered. Uh, Bobby, if you're on Woodruff Road wanting to turn onto Roper Mountain, forget about it. Fender Bender right in the turning lane. That, although I'm, I'm assuming this is not directed to me because they know that I'm here at Stately McLean Manor. But for those of you in that neck of the woods like miss Moneypenny, but she's busy right now anyhow uh bobby haley just put the republican chink in armor out there for all to see especially in these times of rona madness uh hey bobby you know the uh, pga championship will be held at kiowa island next year yeah on one of the hardest golf courses i ever played the ocean course uh Bobby, it is time to leave behind the few and the privilege seeking a utopia from uh, Neil. Uh, Bobby, until recently, I was a white male. I'm currently self-identifying as a belligerent black woman. Am I now qualified to be VP? Sure. Shoot your resume right off to a creepy Uncle Joe, the hair sniffer. He'll look it over as if he's making the decision, right? Bobby, can an employer illegally force you to wear a mask without offering alternate reasonable accommodations? I uh, don't know. I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but I would think it would be a condition of the workplace, and most of us are what they call at-will employees. So, you know, if you fail to follow the rules, like, you know, the employer says uh, you have to wear clothing when you come to work and you come to work naked, Uh, That may be an extreme example. Uh, And I think I'm caught up with the text line. Now then, to uh, Flimsy. Uh, Little Lindsey never met an illegal he didn't like. This is from uh, conservative Treehouse today and Sundance. Senator Lindsey Graham still doesn't know who delivered February Fourteenth, two 2018, FBI briefing to the SSCI. This is theatrically absurd now. Senate Judiciary Chair Lindsey Graham appears uh, on Fox to say he's going to ask Chris Ray, who was the FBI official who falsely briefed the Senate Intelligence Committee on that date. Well, first, it was Scott Schools from Maine Justice, DOJ, and Andrew McCabe, from the Hoover Building, FBI, according to their own records, that's who did the briefing. So what the hell is Graham trying to figure out? Second, presume there were no records, so why the heck doesn't Graham just walk down the hall and ask his Senate friends, hey, who was it who did the briefing? This is not a complex puzzle to solve and uh hannity is just clapping and nodding along ridiculous kabuki theater this is what we're up against it's nuts seriously this is pravda-esque controlled media at this point yeah so uh, lindsey's going to get to the bottom of this <laughs> he wants to know who was it uh, that uh, briefed uh, who lied to the Senate intelligence. How did they lie? Easy. They were asked, that is McCabe and this schools guy from uh, DOJ, you have confidence that this, uh, steel dossier is uh, reliable. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You could take it to the bank. This stuff in the steel dossier, Boy, this is dynamite. Uh And how about this uh, steel character himself, former MI6 spy? Uh, He uh, reliable? Oh, certainly. We wouldn't be using him if he wasn't. Which we now all know is um, another bushel full of lies. But not to worry, Lindsay cooperating with uh, his deep state elitist buddies, he's going to get to the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. I have every confidence. 329 here on the Bobby Mack Show, and he's ready with the news. I'm right back on the other side here on the Tuesday edition on WORD. Three thirty six. Welcome back. Hour number one. The Bobby Mack show here on Tuesday. Uh, Lame stream media reported last night. Uh, what do you know? Since the feds pulled out of Portland, uh, the uh, demonstrations there have, uh, are there, They've all been uh, completely peaceful. God, They are such a bunch of liars. The, the demonstrations in Portland again last night were not peaceful. But, you know, they they figure, well, okay, you heard it on the news, it must be true. Actually, it's becoming more and more, you heard it on the news, it must be a lie. Meantime, with our friends on the left and their peaceful demonstrations, Black Lives Matter members in Chicago held a rally yesterday to support the more than 100 looters arrested Sunday night following widespread looting and rioting on the uh, Mag Mile, the Magnificent Mile in Chicago downtown that caused at least $60 million in property damage and saw 13 police officers injured. The rally was organized by Black Lives Matter Chicago and was held at a police station in the South Loop where organizers say individuals are currently being held in custody. At least one organizer called the looting tantamount to, get this, reparations. Mm-hmm. It's not looting. It's merely getting what you deserve from Whitey. Ariel Atkins, a BLM organizer, told NBC News Chicago, and I quote, I don't care if someone decides to loot a Gucci or a Macy's or a Nike store, because that makes sure that person eats. Huh? What, they're going to eat Air Jordans? Oh, they're going to fence them to get some money to eat. That makes sure that person has clothes. That is reparations, Atkins continued. Anything they wanted to take, they can take it because these businesses have insurance. God. The unrest prompted by a social media post urging people to converge on Chicago's business district after police shot a man on the south side around 2.30 p.m. Sunday. Officers had responded to a call about a man with a gun in the Inglewood neighborhood while being pursued by police. The man who was on foot turned and fired shots at officers before being shot himself and taken to a local hospital. Latrell Allen, 20, was charged with attempted murder yesterday, after firing on officers. The shooting served as a handy excuse uh, for hundreds of people to descend on downtown Chicago late Sunday night, early Monday morning, with vandals smashing the windows of dozens of businesses, making off with merchandise, cash machines, and anything else they could carry. This was not an organized protest. Rather, this was an incident Of pure criminality, said Police Superintendent David Brown. This was an act of violence against our police officers and against our city. BLM organizers criticized police reports surrounding the shooting, noting that none of the officers involved had body cameras, which investigators confirmed. BLM Chicago issued a statement that read, The mayor, that's a Mayor Beetlejuice, Lori Lightfoot, the mayor clearly has not learned anything since May, and she would be wise to understand that the people will keep rising up until the Chicago Police Department is abolished and our black communities are fully invested in. Whatever that's supposed to mean. How many how many billions of dollars have been poured into... Uh, Black communities in Chicago, and every other major city in America. Uh, Ariel Atkins, BLM spokeswoman, said police say a lot of things, even though the Department of Justice said with the consent decree they are no longer allowed to chase people. They decided they were going to chase, and they shot this young man multiple times, forgetting, of course, that they were talking about high-speed auto chases. Not a chase on foot. Uh, William Sullivan, today at American Thinker. Black female billionaire Oprah Winfrey recently encouraged her white viewers to acknowledge that they will always have a leg up in culture because of the color of their skin. White people, Oprah says, no matter where they are on the rung or ladder of success, they still have their whiteness. To be white, she argues, is to enjoy peculiar social social advantage in America today. And, you know, you have to give credit where it's due. A famous female black millionaire, billionaire, convincing her suburban, hovel-dwelling white female audience that they should self-pillory for enjoying a culture of white privilege. That is actively oppressing, I guess, people like her. Nothing short of brilliantly manipulative persuasion. Reminds me of the scene in The Silence of the Lambs where the audience is informed that Hannibal Lecter managed to convince a neighboring inmate to swallow his own tongue. But it's worth asking, would the words black female billionaire even sequentially exist in the America that Oprah imagines? How about the words black female first lady? Michelle Obama, another rich and powerful black female who claims that the system is rigged against people like her. That assertion assertion belied by comments to be found in her successful memoir entitled Becoming. As an example of this systemic racism that supposedly exists in America, Obama relates that she felt the shadow of affirmative action in her years at Princeton. It was impossible to be a black kid at a mostly white school and not feel the shadow of affirmative action, she wrote. She says that she could almost read the scrutiny in the gaze of certain students and even some professors as if they wanted to say, I know why you're here. She admits that she was probably just imagining some of it, but her own statements in the past suggest that she may have had some reason for that anxiety. As Mark Stein wrote in his book, After America, Obama told an audience in Madison that she's always confronted people who had a certain expectation of me. Every step of the way, there was always somebody telling me what I couldn't do. Applied to Princeton. You can't go there. Your test scores aren't high enough. I went. I graduated with departmental honors. But hang on, Stein observes. Her test scores weren't high enough for Princeton yet. Rather than telling her you can't go there, they took her anyway. In less enlightened lands, when you're told your test scores aren't high enough, that's it, you can't go. To get into other countries' elite institutions, you have to be objectively excellent. To get into America's best schools and join its elite, you need mediocre grades and approved social points. The truth hurts, but the salient point here is the final one. Far from being a burden that closes doors and hamstrings potential success, simply being a black female in America is to score approved social points that open doors which would otherwise be closed in any objective review of candidates seeking opportunities. We need to recognize that by peddling white guilt or by peddling guilt about white privilege and tilting at the windmills of systemic racism in America, progressive royalty like Oprah and Michelle Obama are not seeking an end to racial inequality. They are, in effect, demanding that more institutional privileges be granted to people of color. A study was done by one of the Ivy League colleges uh, a year or so ago about uh, how many points are added on to SAT scores for minorities. If you're African-American, you get 230 more points. If you're Hispanic, you get 180 more points. 14 before 4 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here and then be right back with more here on Tuesday on WORD. Welcome back. Closing minutes of uh, hour number one, the Bobby Mac show here on Tuesday. Well, while little Lindsey may be twiddling his thumbs, trying to uh, project the image of the uh, prosecuting uh, attorney who is uh, going to get to the bottom of the coup attempt against President Trump. Uh, there is one other senator who may actually be doing something in that direction. His name is Ron Johnson, Senate Homeland Security Committee chair, Ron Johnson has issued a subpoena for records from FBI Director Christopher Wray. He's another one that needs to go, doesn't he? Isn't, Isn't he a part of the swamp? The subpoena is a demand for documents, not testimony. Specifically, Johnson is asking for, quote, all documents related to the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. Uh, unfortunately, uh, what we know of this specific committee, this approach seems a little like loading the horse into the starting gate after the race is over. You know, they're, they're good people, but it's the system that keeps everything compartmentalized by design. In on the uh, text line, 71307. Uh, Bobby, absolutely racist. How come these rich black folks are not uh, questioned on it? I always liked Oprah, but will never watch or respect her again. Love your show, Bobby Mack. Thank you. Uh, Bobby Mack, so what was that quote from uh, our former first lady, the shadow of affirmative action? So she admits that there are black people getting preferential treatment for positions they haven't earned? Uh, Bobby, Oprah Winfrey has many attributes, mostly positive. Self-awareness, however, is not one of them. Uh, Bobby, does that mean that Klanners can burn down black homes because the homeowners have insurance? Well, no, they they wouldn't burn the homes down. They would kick out the white occupants of the home and move in themselves as uh, reparations. Uh, Bobby, I'm uh, beginning to believe our mass media friends need to uh, check their definition of peaceful. Yeah. Breitbart reported it somewhat differently. Portland police on fresh riots, dangerous weapons used against officers, arson attempt on occupied police stations. The nightly riots in Portland, Oregon that began in late May continued last night with police revealing the dangerous weapons used against city and state police officers by the mob. They also cited a mob making another attempt to burn down a station with police personnel inside. Those weapons included large ball bearings, golf balls and lasers, which had been used against police before and resulted in at least two officers who could be facing permanent loss of their sight. Some individuals in the crowd began shining bright strobe lights in the officers' and troopers' eyes, causing them pain. Officers had to move vehicles in position to light up the crowd. A riot was declared at 11 o'clock local time. The crowd was dispersed by 2 a.m. The press release included a list of the nine people arrested, including two charged with assaulting a public safety officer. Uh, Their ages are 22, 39, uh, 20, and uh, generally in that same age group. Uh, Reports came in of other attacks on officers. One officer was struck in the face by a ball bearing, The officer's face shield protected him from what would have likely been a very serious injury. Another officer had an arm injury, a hyperextended elbow during a scuffle. Uh, That officer, a female officer, was treated and released from a hospital. Officers had golf balls, rocks, and potatoes launched at them. They also have uh, taken these, uh, there's a picture of one here, a pool noodle. You know, use them in swimming pools, and they take them and they drive nails through them uh, in an effort to uh, damage police vehicle tires during their what is it? The mainstream media? mostly peaceful demonstrations, right? Mostly, God, <laughs> uh, this is this is something other than a mere question of semantics. This is. The panderers, the propagandists who pose as journalists covering for their friends on the left. Hour number two is on the way next here on Tuesday on the Bobby Mack Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours